0: Hello there. Welcome to the Kirkmanahan wrap-up show for July 12th, 2021. Today's show, Diamond in the Rough, which made its appearance. I, You know, I, I was in charge of coming up with the episode title today because we had to do something after we taped. So uh, just to quickly do things, I was in charge of the episode title in the description. And I originally had it as Culturally Fluid beforehand but then in the final five minutes we got a good we got a good kirk rant you could really see the anger if you watched it on youtube if you haven't and you want to go check it out i recommend you know even fast forwarding to the last five minutes it's really something you need to visually see uh diamond in the rough where dave cullinane kind of told kirk some not great news that he booked a booked a guest which is great but then he went to one Kelly Martin of Barstool Sports and asked her I don't know if he asked her for permission. It didn't sound like he asked her for permission, but just letting her know that he booked this guy in case anyone else had Barstool. I'm not entirely sure why he went, but it was very funny. Kirk had a complete meltdown. Uh I think those were that was serious yelling. I mean we've seen like, you know, Kirk play yelling before. This wasn't this wasn't that. I think he was legitimately whenever he come brings up the you work for me thing. I think it's very serious. Uh, so I think I think that was the the best part of today's show, was the blow at the end. I don't know. If, I'm joined by Andrew Augustus of Kirk & How, How's it going, Andrew?
1: Good. And and I have to agree. I, I, like I was saying in the pre-show, it's like you know it's a good show. And it's, it's like, all right, we're having fun. You get your laughs in. And then the last five minutes just takes off to a whole new level. And you're right. Because even at the beginning of the show, Kirk was kind of like play yelling at people. And they were going a little back and forth. And even had Michael like, are you sure you're okay? You're not going to be taking another vacation type of thing. Did yep. have which, if you listen to the show at any point, and I'm surprised Cullinane doesn't remember this. It's the one of the first big blow ups was with Kelly Martin and yeah. about getting guests on. So it's, uh, I don't know why he felt the need to say, Hey, Kelly, we got you some guy coming on, but hey,
0: well, I don't know the need to tell Kirk that just out of the blue. He was just like, Hey, just so you know. I went to Kelly Martin and, and talked to her just, just so you know, I'm that kind of guy. Like, I don't know, was he trying to get like pat on the back? From Kirk, But it, it was very funny. So I need to get this story off my chest, uh, right now. Cause it was just, I couldn't stop thinking about it as soon as it happened. So after the show, the show gets put up and Kirk's doing an interview with, you might've heard the name of whom he, he said, I'm sure it will be released either on Wednesdays or Fridays episode, but it was a very funny interview. Uh, very hilarious hilarious but during it you know kirk's talking mike's talking and and dave's kind of you know producing back there and he just goes to me and i'm cutting up a clip of something and dave goes to me and goes i knew kirk would react like that that's why i told him that and i was like okay okay Okay, Dave. I, like, I didn't know what to Your say. To Dave that. Pulling the Puppet strings. Is that what we're hearing? <laughs> yes. It sounds like it sounds like there's a uh, like, you know, Kirk thinks he's the mastermind behind the Kirk and the hand show. But if you look deep down and see what really, who's really pulling the strings, it might be one, one King Cully. So I think that is, uh that was just very funny just to hear Dave just randomly out of the blue, just tell me, Hey, <laughs> I knew Kirk would react like that. That's why I said that it was. If he did do that on purpose, it was great. Cause it made, the show an all-time blow-up moment from kirk it was so, just I, I,
1: it's yeah, like you said the anger was really there and and hearing it at one point was one of those situations. I'm like all right this sounds bad and then i had to look over at the youtube and i just see it happening visually oh it's yeah he
0: was he had some fucking spectacular,
1: spectacular.
0: Yeah. He, it was great it was it was great but i just i just think it was funny that like dave i like i don't know in his head he's like i need to tell justin this but it was very funny that he just told me that in the middle of Kirk interviewing. His
1: last moment, though, that he's just covering his ass, like he meant to, like play it off cool. Like, yeah, yeah, I told, I knew that was gonna happen. Like, thinking he originally thought he was doing the right thing, but he was like, no, I know. Type of situation.
0: Yeah, it's uh, someone in the comments right now is saying Cullinane Need wants the people at Barstool to like him. Uh, it's that simple. He's scared of people not liking him. Uh, that that could be that could be true. I mean, I know I know Colin Ain like is a well liked guy. He wants to be liked in the miniverse and in the world. But uh there are some people just like, is your do you got to be friends with like Kelly Martin, of whom you're probably going to interact with twice over the course of you know these next three
1: years because the show's going on. At this Point like you shouldn't be interacting with her at all at this point. That she has yeah. no need because it's not worth it. We know yes. she doesn't like us, so it's just let her go. Focus on the show, Dave. Come on. Yeah, so I don't know. I just think
0: I, I will say like it's a good instinct, you know, do things by the book. But just one of those things where when when Kirk was just screaming at him, it's just so funny to think about because because this happened back in July of 2019 as well with uh, with with Colin that, and you know going going through Kelly Martin, the book guests, and it's funny when Kirk Kirk was saying like, listen. You know, I told you this two years ago. Did you not learn your lesson? It's just—I don't know. It's just—it's just such a different dynamic than Steve, where I guess I don't—I'm not sure if Colony wants to be liked by everyone, but he definitely wants to be liked more than Steve Robinson wanted to be liked. And so I just think it's like—it's so funny to see the difference between Steve and and, and Dave, in this instance. And I'm just
1: excited to see everything
0: go on during the show. It, it's fantastic.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a stark contrast with Cullinane back then. I think it's like even Cullinane, I feel, is he he feels like the Minifans help him be better, I guess, in, mm-hmm. in some way, just because like kind of that goofy personality to go for it. It's definitely a 180 from Steve Robinson, who kind of came off as like Stephen Earl Robinson, SE. Yeah. So it's a, it's definitely a fun contrast as a listener. It's great and refreshing. Uh, and we'll see where it goes. If it keeps going like this, because it feels like we're going to have like a blow-up an episode. Or yeah, every other episode. At least one big
0: blow-up a week, I, I
1: think. But, I mean, case. you guys had to do the special show last week because of shenanigans, so...
0: Yeah, so, I mean, Dave's bringing the content. You, you gotta. You, you can't deny him that. He's, he's bringing it. Speaking of the content, so the show started off talking, Kirk talking about some new things that were going on in the YouTube channel. He talked about Dave's watch-along. He gave some pointers. said so Dave wasn't doing that bad of a job with it he kind of actually liked it and then he went to my idea which he just completely shot all over and was like what the fuck did justin go ahead with this did he ask me no he didn't blah 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 and uh and so i'm not sure if that's gonna continue being a thing but i don't know what was have you listened to either dave's watch along or to any of the kms radio stuff and
1: i checked it, dave's that? watch along and that was really fun it's it's again it's like kind of that I've I'm always a big like neighborhoodly like neighborhood feeling type of people. So knowing you're watching mm-hmm. it with the community going back and forth and seeing people have similar reactions that you did is nice. Uh, the radio one, same thing. It's like I, the concept I like of it just because there's been times when I go do a realist and it's like, which episode do I want to listen to? I don't know. I could listen to anyone. There's just too many to choose from at times it feels. So that's, I like it. It's just like, for me, it's always more convenient on the, on the podcast at times. I'm usually out and about doing something for a real, yeah, it, I'm sure, but it's, it's
0: good. On the yeah,
1: but it's good though it's a it's a good idea to have. I think, like even if you're at work to have it in the background on a Tuesday. Like I know that's what'll probably be in the background when I'm working tomorrow. So it'll be yeah, a nice it's, cool thing well, to well,
0: have. Like to your point, and I didn't bring this up when I talked to Kirk today, but Dave actually brought it up. It was like some people just like the decision made for them. They just like to you know kind of like what Kirk said, just kind of turn on the radio and if a song they really like comes on. And they weren't really anticipating it. It's better than like, you know, looking it up on Apple Music or something or podcast. And it comes up, you know, it kind of gives you a a little special feeling. So I don't know. Uh, I'm going to see. I'm not entirely sure if it's still going to be a thing. Uh, The people who who listen to it seem to have liked it. But I mean, like Kirk says, he doesn't care about appealing to uh, the community. He wants to appeal to himself. And I completely understand that. So that was uh, that. That's that in the uh, YouTube side of things. There was a there was talk today, of a road trip that me, or quote unquote work trip. I don't want to call it a road trip because road trip sounds like we're all getting in, getting in a car filled with Mountain Dew and snacks and going to you know so to you, Vegas or something. You
1: like and that. Dave are going on a road trip. Kirk's just going to meet you at places.
0: Pretty much, yeah. Me and I'll drive Dave wherever he wants. I, I know it, it was talked about, and and I think it's crazy if Dave actually thought at any point that we would be sharing a car especially like if we're driving someplace that's decently far away i think it would be insane to to think that you know kirk would want to be in the car with me and dave for i don't know six hours or however long it takes to get to the place we're going but it was very funny just to think i'll definitely i'll definitely drive dave down there i think that'd be funny maybe i'll do the same thing i did with mike when me and Mike drove up to Madawaska, and which I'll, I'll live stream the entire thing.
1: Yeah, right. I think it's reasonable to think that you and Dave would go together. If, and that's what I think is is now like is Dave. He, I that seems something that's too obvious. You got to know it's not even on the table. So is he just pl- kind of playing that segment mm. up and kind of acting a little bit on it? Because you, if you've listened to the show any one bit, it's always. The only time Kirk was in a car with Steve was when they were doing stuff on the case where they had to go interview like kind of immediately like that. And this doesn't seem – it didn't come off as like one of those situations.
0: I will say though I do, to Kirk's point, I do love driving alone in the car by myself. Long places. I'm, it's great. I, I, I mean it's just turn on some music or a podcast and just put the windows down and just drive, especially in the summer when it's nice out. Just so refreshing. It's so – it cleanses the soul the driving alone by yourself. And I, I don't think, I don't think Gabe gets the same feeling that, uh, that, that, that we do from our solo, solo road trips we've taken in the past.
1: The most uh, days I've ever had in a car were the three days I was driving back from Nevada to Rhode Island after a breakup. It was so peaceful. So nice. I was so happy. Just me and my podcast at the time and going. it was perfect. Right.
0: Yeah. It's uh, definitely, yeah, it, it's definitely something where I, I have to assume I'm going to assume that Dave thought this was a joke and like brought it up like, Hey, we're all going to get in the car together, get in the van. Cause I just don't see, I, don't, I just, I, in no world would Kirk ever want to, no. you know, I, it was, it was nice. Kirk's like, yeah, well, we'll go out to dinner or whatever, but we're not, <laughs> we're not going to be all I, I, in the I, car. I think Streamline me. He's like, well, why don't we just streamline it? And we all just take one car. It's like, how difficult would it be? If we could all just take separate cars. Like it's, it's really not that big of a deal. But yes, that was a, that was that was a very funny funny point.
1: It's uh, I don't know what he was thinking on that one. Uh, some
0: some other big news, not Kirk Minnan show related, but Kirk related. The Dozen Trivia Team has been announced. It is Trista Crick and Barstool Pat, AKA Gay Pat, of the Coming Out Pod, and it's uh it's. I was not thinking of those names. I know right. Trista Crick is hated in bar, inside Barstool. I know she has beef with Smitty a lot. I know she has beef with Nate. A lot of people just are not fans of hers. Uh, so I think that goes hand in hand. I'm not sure when Kirk said he's like they're billing this. as like the most hated team on the dozen. I'm going to assume yes, just because it's Kirk and Trista and half of Barstool hates one or the other, but I'm not, I've never heard of, I don't know if you're too familiar with Pat. I'm not
1: a little bit. He He was just on, what was it? The bar stools, like a cross barstool versus America thing. Yep. So I think I haven't finished watching it, but I'm assuming in that he might've played the strategy game, cut him off as a little bit of an asshole at points. Oh, I I see. So you, that could be, I mean, that's the only thing I could really see because everything else uh, you guys even brought it up on the show today was, when, when Kirk was beefing with Barstool Breakfast, Pat was kind of like in the middle playing along. So it's one of those situations that I think you, you really have to, maybe he did something on this show, but if not having Trista and Kirk alone, and I, I'm still shocked. It wasn't KFC. Cause I was like, I've heard KFC talk about wanting to get in on the trivia, but he's never had, it doesn't have a team really, mm-hmm. so unless he got picked up by someone else. I thought that was a smart guess, but it's, it's. A benefit of this is now they've become one of the more diverse teams, I feel, in uh, every situation. Like, Trista's going to be really good in the basketball and sports. Kirk's going to nail golf and, like, any movie questions that come up. And then you got Gay Pat, who seems to be a very kind of well-rounded in the sports scene, but also pop culture and maybe a little kind of extra – I mean – just the one weakness they're going to have is going to be Marvel just because Steve's gone. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, hopefully there's not a question about Marvel every single time now, because <laughs> I don't know if you saw the new rules, but now you have three niche categories and the That's other stupid. team gets to pick one.
1: Because Kirk's never going to get a golf question again.
0: Like it's. Yeah, it, it's stupid. I think it's, it's moronic. And like, and the thing is, is like, so team Cam, team Minahan will get, a golf question and in the same round the other team will get their niche question so it's not like two golf questions or two marvel questions it's like let's say your niche category is philadelphia phillies baseball and my niche category is you know honda cars i would get a question about honda cars then you would get phillies baseball in the same round so there's not a separate round for each one which i think is so stupid so I thought, we'll see how it
1: goes. And it's, it's it's that and the other, and you get to pick your opponent's one too. So it's, you, you don't even, like if you're, you don't even get that really advantage anymore of it. dumb.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it just, it just seems strange. I'm sure Kirk's going to go on a tear, you know, kind of like a revenge tour, you know, kind of like, Hey, you know, you kind of made me into this tournament that you can tell that Kirk didn't really want to do. During season one, he's like, fuck, we're like in the middle of the case. I'm sure Steve, it was like 100th on his list of priorities. It was kind of like a favorite of Jeff and and Barstool. And I personally think, I mean, let's keep this on the down low. I personally think that, you know, Kirk might have thrown thrown the towel in that game because he was like, fuck, well, I'm not
1: doing another three games. That's an integrity question you're throwing out there, Justin. I think he was trying to play. I I think it was distracted, yeah, but I don't think he gave a, a thrown effort.
0: I, I think he might have said like, "Hey, I don't want to do this. Like, I we have to work on the fucking case today, you know, which is currently the second biggest podcast at Barstool. Like, what am I doing, doing three other quizzes today, and and the whole thing against Hank and it was, it was, uh oh, it was. So I think there's going to be a fucking revenge tour, and I'm excited to see, to see all to see them, him back in action with. But it, it, I'm curious. I was thinking like, so does Jared not have a team now? Is Jared just kind of? out of it
1: Jared wants to do it though he just didn't want to do it it's just yeah, yeah he doesn't have fun doing it if that's and that's and that's Jared's if he doesn't have fun doing it then get out it's fine smart move
0: yeah it's uh it's something that like Kirk said like you know if Jared doesn't want to be here he won't be here I will say I did reach out to Jared today and he's gonna get back to me he's in Colorado right now for the MLB All-Star game so He's getting back later this week, so hopefully he's able to make it in Friday at 10, but that's up in the air right now. But speaking of Jared, the other thing that I kind of thought stuck out was, you know, Steve Perrault's kind of a little bitch, you know, just randomly bringing up the Minifans and crying. It's like, you know what's going to happen. You like the interaction. You like the hate. Come on, Steve. Just, like, admit it. So when I went to Jared Carabas's Section 10 watch-along party a couple weeks ago, at uh, some bar by Fenway. I saw Steve and I was talking to him for a little bit and he was uh, tipping him back quite quite good. So he, I think he was feeling nice. He, he comes up to me and he's like, you know, Kirk just likes it when people like play along and get it. So I don't know if this is like him trying to play along and him being like, hey, but it, it just comes off as very cunty and very not in on the joke when he just will and be like, it's like the Menna fans. If you get tagged in Kirk and show Twitter page you know you get shit on for the next 10 years and i don't know it's just it's just such a strange existence when we're you just, gonna, just look at like the history
1: the show that we're in his head because you you think about it and as the show said today it's it happens anywhere with anyone you look at it the left does it the right does it any like big person who has a following if they make fun of one thing every all their followers who like them there's a whole handful of them that'll go do it David Portnoy did it because he, he has the freaking, uh, what's it, VinDog. He's got the meme. He'll, meme you, he'll mm-hmm. meme you to death. It's Everyone's got their wh- whole thing. So it's it's goes to show you that out of everything in this world, the biggest concern in Steve Peralt's little head is the Minifans. So bravo, Minifans. It's another another space of free realty we have for as long as we can.
0: Speaking of free realty, there's not much free realty in Portnoy's pants. I know there that was talked about on the show today, but if you see that picture of it, uh, it's uh, crazy how tight those pants are those are was, those are i'm crazy. with kirk those are like i'm a, I'm a comfort first guy uh yeah you know, of course comfort and fashion always comes together when you shop at Nelsons. but they like those pants he's wearing looks like it's just suffocating his balls and his dick and I'm like it's got to be the most uncomfortable thing i've ever fucking seen so i mean but i mean good for him maybe he's you know maybe he's wearing some really nice expensive pants that you know, looks like they suffered enough, you know, show off the package, and it's the most comfortable thing you've ever worn. But
1: you don't get put in online videos wearing normal jeans, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. It's uh,
0: okay. So uh, JD has a question said, What's the biggest difference so far in working with Cully versus Steve? Um, the biggest difference between working with David Cullenane versus Steve Robinson, I'd say, is that Dave is definitely. There was more of a work relationship between Steve and I. There was definitely more of like, he's the boss, I'm the underling. Uh, Dave's definitely my boss and I still consider him that way. But he, I, the way just Dave talks is more, he talks to you as if you're an equal, which I'm not saying this is a bad thing or a worse thing from different than what Steve did, but it's definitely different than, you know, how Steve would go about things. Steve would just kind of be like, hey, can you get this done? Gabe's kind of more open to ideas and more like, Hey, you know, I have this idea or I'll bounce ideas off him. And uh, you'll kind of, it'll be more of a back and forth more. I don't want to say friendly. Isn't the word, but just more, yeah, kind of more, just talk to him more as like a, he just talks to me as more of an equal. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I mean, I don't mind if you talk to me like I'm fucking dirt if you're above me, but that I would say that was probably the biggest difference between Cullinane and Steve. Andrew, as a listener. What would you say is the biggest difference between Colin and Steve so
1: far? I would just because it's on the recency bias is like, especially how the way Steve ended, it was just kind of like you could tell he was just getting burnt out more and more with each show. So it's like, it's this kind of rejuvenation of life kind of back in from that producer role with, with Dave uh, coming in, like taking the hits as they come kind of trying to give it back uh, and usually failing, which just makes it that much better uh through that still i think it's the biggest disappointment it's even not even day's fault like the, the calls have just been meh like there's been like a couple a couple good standouts last uh before the break but besides that there's just been
0: yeah the calls have the calls have kind of sucked i mean so we got you know, it's really
1: but that's that uh, you you can't blame culinary for that so no <laughs> with that but it's a, it's been it's been a fun listen and definitely like I like where to see things are going because it's every show so far has just been fun. You can tell they're having fun. They're going through it. Mike's Mike's been a nice breath of fresh air. So it's wins all around, I think from a listenership. And then even now with the visual component, that's coming more prevalent. It's if you're watching, you get a couple tidbits too. Like when Kirk had the taser in his mouth this morning, just out of the blue, it's just Kirk. <laughs> it just adds to the entertainment. So it's definitely, uh, I, I like these kind of things. And plus the fan interaction is great with Dave he plays around, comes. So it's that's, that's a big win as a listener. It's like, all right, he gets it.
0: Yeah. I, like like to your point, like, to, or to my point earlier about like just kind of being looked at as equals. I do think Dave wants to be liked more, which I completely respect. You know, I want to be liked by the people I work with and everything like that. But you just go back to, I believe it was Friday's episode where I said I did not trust Dave. Like you can kind of see in his face. He's like, what the fuck? Like he, he wants me to trust him. I like, you know, and. I have over over these past couple of weeks. I've thought a lot, and I I've, I've, I trust Dave more now. But I will say, like that no. would, never would have happened with Steve. Steve would have just been like, okay, like whatever.
1: Yeah, what? yeah. It's definitely with that. I think that's what with his personality comes in, and you can hear it on the show. It's usually he comes off as genuine, and hopefully uh, he just keeps that going.
0: Yeah. So another question or another comment uh, is Colony. Culinary- is someone who wasn't punched in the mouth growing up. <laughs> uh, I'm not entirely sure what that means. Uh, I wasn't punched in the mouth growing up.
1: Uh, is that- Andrew, were, were you punched in the mouth growing up? Yeah, I was. I
0: have okay. two other
1: others. <laughs> I've been hit. <laughs> I've been.
0: Uh, yeah, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't really get what that's saying. Dave wants a Barstool job and will we'll use Kirk to get it. I don't I mean,
1: think so. he I don't think so. You know, I- I- I had that six. I was skeptical of that first. and I could, You could see why, but I truly think the more like, especially when you listen to Dave, this is all Dave wants. Dave wants Dave. Dave's dream was to work for Kirk, not with Kirk for Kirk. And he's getting it right now. And it's, and he was reminded today of it. So it's, I, I think, I think he's going to be here. He's going to be here as long as Kirk wants him around. It's I, I, and, and hopefully that day doesn't come anytime soon, but it's, it's one of those things that we'll see how much – how it goes. But it's definitely – if anyone's going to leave, it's going to be Kirk's – it'll be Kirk's decision Kirk's decision that Cullinane is no longer here than the other yeah, way. Around.
0: And I think to the point of – I think Cullinane is trying to use all the resources that Barstool has. And I think he considers things like going to uh, Kelly Martin, like just kind of using a resource that Barstool has and not kind of treat it as more of an independent podcast like, like Steve did but kind of just use those resources and everything. So that's kind of what I think Cully was doing with going to Kelly Martin. But
1: yeah, it's, thanks. it's look, it's a, it's a definitely an opportunity. And I guess from a standpoint, you have to think about like, if depending upon you, maybe you have the fights with the on-air people and the, the uh, kind of the influencers and the, the on-camera people, but maybe like with the behind the scenes where Kelly is, where like that, you can kind of get those resources that maybe you can get something that might've once thought was impossible to get. I don't know what that would be, but I can see the rationale of like, look, they have all these different resources that are bigger than days reach. Why not be able to tap into it? But as long as it, your content doesn't change, like you can't, if some, because Kirk, what Kirk's going to do is if he sees someone acting stupid to say something stupid, he's going to call them out on. It. And then hopefully there can be people at Barstool who can be like, all right, that's Kirk being Kirk, but here's Dave who might be able to help bring in guest X, Y, or Z that could be coming this way. It's yeah. I, it's, 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 it's a producer instinct. It's I can't, you can't really knock it for, but you can't go to Kelly Martin though. That's the problem. Yeah. She, she's already had her brush with the mena fans and we don't want to bring it back. <laughs> Last comment we have here from Nick and Christopher. How come Trista and Pat
0: are allowed to be buddy, buddy with K Marco? They were silent last summer when yeah, Beyond Average actually said he should be fired. No consistency. Uh, actually, Trista and Pat have both reached out to me, and they've talked about how much they fucking hate K-Marco. So I have no idea what you're talking about. They actually both met. we we're, mess, were messaging back and forth today, you know, just shooting the shit. I was kind of giving them some Kirkens out info, and I was like, he doesn't like K-Marco. And Trista said some fucking things about K-Marco that I don't think I can say on the air. But it's the it, same for Pat they were both ripping themselves i I wouldn't call them all buddy buddy but I think it's uh i think it's well meaning but
1: uh anything else from today's show Andrew? it it like i said it was a fun show it was a good listen i it's i mean like i always love like look, when Mike goes into when he was telling his story with about uh possibly fishing yeah it, it's just the, the poor guy you got to feel for him. Like I just I, I wonder what happens
0: because I will record that entire thing.
1: I can see you in the back with the camera just going, No, I'm not here. Just just go, <laughs> just do your thing. And him just not understanding what is going on. He's like, Who is oh,
0: this is you know, this must be Mike's brother or something. And I'm just just recording.
1: Oh, <laughs> just just... there's a documentary about the struggles of a um, visually impaired Massachusetts man, and they just wanted to see his like day-to-day life and going out on the boat with the family and the future in-laws seems like a one and future in-laws. It seems like it's going to be. It for seems like,
0: I mean, on a scale of one to 10, he said seven. That's, you know, it's coming around the corner. So we'll see. Uh, I believe Mike said on his show that he's waiting until he gets some, uh, some more change in his pocket and then he can, you know, spring for the engagement ring and start planning all that fun, fun jazz.
1: But, I mean, I will say they're probably, he's going to be very well dressed at his, at his wedding. That's for sure. Of though. course.
0: Every, I mean, his entire. I'm sure his wedding party is going to be very well dressed. I mean, there's only one place to go.
1: One place, exactly.
0: So, uh, th- I think that about does it for today's show. Mm, I'm excited for Wednesday. There was a couple of things that Kirk told Cullinane to pull up for Wednesday: the Wendy Williams sound, some other stuff, and I- I'm looking forward to it.
1: So. Yeah. It's, it's again, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good, good listen. It's always now it's fun. To, I think I listen at least twice a day now because I got the YouTube during the day as I work. And then after I'll listen again, in case I miss anything, it's always fun. But I, we, have a, coming, who we have coming up this th- week. Um, yes. So we we're, we're talking about a couple. We, we, right now, if I had to put money on it, I think we're going to try to reach out the blind owl. Cause he started the whole fight pitching about soccer fans. Oh, that's the other thing I wanted to talk about. Dave Colenane brought up the, Quintessential sports sports talk radio talking point every year. Oh, soccer's getting oh, popular yeah. again. No, yeah, I don't. I'm a huge I... soccer fan. I'm one of a handful of huge soccer fans. We understand it's getting. Yes, it's, it happens every four years. We we're about to dip away into obscurity. It's going to be fine.
0: <laughs> well, my thing is, is how popular will soccer be during like an odd number year? Like I know today it's an odd number year this year, but it's special because of COVID. Like during like 2023. Are Americans going to care about soccer just randomly being played, you know, in May or something like that? It, it always seems like it always ramps up around the World Cup and the Olympics, and I don't even think the USA is in the next World Cup, so I think it's
1: oh, they—they're uh, they, in qualifying now. They missed the last one because they suck. Oh, okay. That uh, was the embarrassment. Think- they get to go play in Qatar now, so lucky them.
0: Fun, fun. But I think that about does it for today's show. So you're going to reach out to Blondell. Make sure to check out Kirkinoff. They sometimes have. Good shows every once in a while. I'll skip the last two. But other than that, you know, they they do a great job. So uh, thank you, Andrew, for joining me. Thank you for everyone for watching slash listening. And I will going to talk to you later.